Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in February of 2021. And welcome to episode 35, Not Around the World, Around the Circle. That's a really good title. <laughs> First, we want to give a shout out to at Renee Palumbo, who tweeted us on Twitter. She said, just discovered at Laura and Karina, and I'm so excited to catch up on all the episodes I've missed. Hashtag learning through math. Yay. And by the way, wait a second. Our friend Allie, also in Nebraska, said, isn't it fabulous? Hashtag game changer. (laughs) So thank you for that. Thank you so much. We'd like to reflect on... Last week? Two weeks ago. (laughs) Yeah, on our tools, models, and strategies. We've had a few people reach out to us, Mm -hmm. continue the conversation, continue thinking about what, what those really mean Mm -hmm. i think what we're noticing the pattern we're noticing is that they're really all intertwined they They, are they really do all link and support each other Mm -hmm. i love everyone's thoughts i know i love hearing (laughs) about it someone who reached out to us was graham fletcher Mm -hmm. he says i see tools as the vehicle on which students can demonstrate their thinking aka the strategy Okay. <laughs> and our friend Annalise also reached out to me, and hers was a little longer. It yeah. says, I've interpreted the difference as strategies or what we do with the numbers, like round and adjust, compute by place value, double double, decompose to make friendlier numbers, etc. The models can be concrete, pictorial, or abstract that make our use of the strategies visible. So they could be a tool. And she also put, Cuisinaire rods are my favorite. Have you ever explored them? P.S. Annalise, I haven't really. No, neither have I. You know, it's funny. They were actually, someone was giving away a whole bunch of Uh them in the photocopier room. You know how like things just just end up there Mm -hmm. and and people either take them or they toss them. The free table. Yes. (laughs) And there were a bunch of Cuisinaire rods. So I grabbed them. I think I was like the, it was like my second year teaching fifth grade. Uh Uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to grab these. Just in case. But I haven't really Mm. explored them because I don't feel comfortable yet with them. Mm -hmm. I've seen a few things, like a few. Right. And I want to learn more about them. Me too. Isn't it on our learn list? Yes. Something to learn? Yeah, absolutely. Well, she also, I didn't finish her thought. She said, uh, or a number line or equations that show us what was done with the numbers. Again, I I think they're all intertwined. Yes. Kind of like that sweet spot of the Venn di- the triple Venn diagram. And they build on each other, right? Like And you need one in order to do the other. Yes. To fully understand it, whatever the it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also think that a model could help you help lead into understanding a Absolutely. strategy, right? Yes. Not just a strategy being modeled and like to show their thinking so i don't know i think it's it's all 
it's like this round cycle. We're going in it's a going, circle. Yeah, we really are. Speaking of circles, wait, before we get into today's topic, I just want to share some good news. I'm ready. Okay. One of the support teachers came up to me after school today and said, have you worked with Miss So-and-So's class recently? And I said, yes, I was in her room last week. It was when I was, you know, yeah. teaching during when the teacher goes to SBT time. And I was like, why? And she said, well, the teacher does glows and grows at the end of every week. And every single kid wrote in their glow Fun time with Mrs. Tomas. Now, I do want to go back to the class and ask, but you learned something, right? I mean, I always have them do a reflection on a jam board where they do two post-its. One one where they tell me what they learned and something that they loved. Yes. So I thought that was so super and sweet. Yep. That's All right, awesome. so let's get into today's topic, which does have to do with circles. It does. <laughs> not And not around the world. We're not talking about around the world. No, we're not. We are talking around the circle. Mm-hmm. There are two number sense routines we're going to focus on in this episode. Mm-hmm. One is choral counting, and the second is count around the circle. We talked about this a little bit on episode 13 where we talked about our favorite number sense routines. Yes. So listeners, if you haven't listened to episode 13, you can pause this, go back, listen to that first, and then jump back into this. Right, because we're really going to dive deeper into these. Yes, we are. And I think the first thing that we want to emphasize is the importance of estimating before doing any one of these, yes. the estimation piece is just so important. You know, one of my cute little sayings, and I always forget about it, is estimate before you calculate. Well, in this right. case, we're not even calculating anything per se. We're not using symbols of plus, 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 or times, 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 or anything like that. But we know the value of estimating before yes. we do anything. Yes. And before we even go further, maybe we should define what choral counting and <laughs> counter on the circle are. We just jumped right in. We totally Let's, did. See, what a surprise. I'm a jumper. You know this. We just jumped. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let's take a step back. Okay. What is choral counting, Laura? Do you have, can you explain it? Yes. I, I don't have a formal definition right here, but choral counting is when we all count together as a class, or it could be myself and one individual. But think about like a chorus, you know, everybody's doing like a choir, right? Right, Everybody's singing. So choral counting is where we're all counting at the same time together. Yeah, and it could also be done in a small group too, Totally, yes, yes. And then count around the circle is where each student takes a turn Mm -hmm. to count and you, you continue until every student has gone once, or maybe twice. If you want to go around the circle three twice. Times, right. right. It whatever just depends. You, whatever you want to do. That's so funny that <laughs> we just jumped into. <laughs> let's just start. Listen, we were excited. <laughs> uh, last year, I was doing count around the circle with kindergartners. Mm-hmm. Whew. Yeah, that was <laughs> an experience. And one thing that I am going to say is sometimes you have to have terrific wait time. And I know yes. I've talked about wait time before, yeah. but you also have to train the kids not to blurt out the answer That's so hard for, for someone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, this happens all the time where a kid blurts out the answer for another kid and I'll say, wait, stop. 
you just stole his thinking. And I, I'm trying to say it in a nice way of, right. don't flirt that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, some people need more time than others to think about things. The other thing I wanted to say was that in this number sense routine, just like in many others or all others, the teacher is the facilitator. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're the number capturers. We're going to record or we're going to click or we're going to do something and let the kids do the thinking and the talking. A hundred percent. Yes. That's so important. We have to take ourselves out mm-hmm. of the of, equation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was a pun. That's exactly what I was going to say, though. That's funny. All right. We've already talked about how you should estimate first. Yes. <laughs> and uh, what, wait, what does that, that mean, though? Because I don't think that that means anything to people yet. Right. Let's talk about count around the circle first. Okay. Maybe we should tell the listeners how count around the circle works. Let's do that. Okay. As a teacher, I've already have a plan in my head of the goal. So maybe today I want the kids to skip count by twos. Yes. We want to count by twos. Yes. And it's it's the first time I'm starting at zero and I'll say I'm starting at zero and here's where the estimating comes in and you kind of put a, I'm using my finger like I'm making a giant circle here, listener, because you can see that, right? (laughs) And I'll say to the kid on (laughs) the kid on my right, I'll say, so what number do you think so-and-so is going to end up at? And of course you're going to see kids right at the beginning, two, four, right? (laughs) And I'll say, stop, let's just... Try to make a strategic choice of a number, which is what right. an estimate is. It's yep. not a random guess. Yep. And then we'll just start. I'll say, okay, zero. Next kid. Right. Two. F- and right. we go all the way. And let's say the last kid ended up at 24. Yeah. Okay. Here comes the good part. Then I'll say something. And if listeners, don't start with skip counting by twos. We're going to count by ones first. Okay. Yeah. But maybe the next time I say, all right, this time I'm going to start with the number four. Where do you think so-and-so is going to end up? And kids that have number sense will be able to figure that out quickly. Yes. And then you'll know who has it and who doesn't. Yep. Right? Because all we're trying to do is build the kids' number sense. Yep. Another important thing about counting around the circle is, and choral counting as well, is that you want, as the teacher, you want to be recording. Yes. So facilitating, but recording specifically what the kids are saying. Mm -hmm. And that, we've talked about how in number talks, that can be difficult at first. It's not as easy as you would think. Mm -hmm. So you do, again, have to be strategic. You have to think about where where do I have the space to write all these numbers down? Mm -hmm. You have to have a lot of board space. Or you have to use a tool that you have. Right. So I had a, one of those pocket charts for numbers zero to 100. So I could insert the colored transparencies inside the pocket chart. Right. Right? We've got to tell them what you and I did, what you did, and then I took from you that one day. (laughs) When I first discovered Count Around the Circle, Mm -hmm. I... I, of course, you was... jumped in. Well, you know? well yes, but 
<laughs> but however, I I think it, it must have been during the summer where I had like time to time, research yes. and look at things. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to create all these on slides so that I could just like click through and and I don't have to worry about recording every little thing. And people, this was a few years ago. So yeah. pre, pre-COVID. Yes, right? pre-COVID. So they came, they did come in handy at the beginning of the year when I did use them. <laughs> yes. I haven't gone back. I really need to go back. But anyway, that's another Okay, short. We, we put that at the yes, front yeah. of burner again. <laughs> Listen, we keep doing that. that. I tell you, that front burner is getting pretty full again. It is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I had created all these. I told you about it. And then... And then I was teaching either fourth or fifth grade. I think it was my fifth graders. And of course I, I planned ahead and we were in the decimal unit. But all of a sudden that morning I was thinking, oh, this would be perfect for Count Around the Circle with Karina's PowerPoint or yeah. slides or whatever yeah. you had. So I immediately texted you that morning. I'm like, please share this with me. And whoop, you did it. Yeah. And that way all I had to do was click, yes. click ahead. Did you do it on PowerPoint or did you do it on slides? slides. Yeah. I and so slides. I could use my clicker for that? Yep. Okay. Well, then I did. Yeah. I don't even know where my clicker is right now. <laughs> I haven't used it all year. In a while. Yeah, well, I did move schools. Yeah. So well, it's that's somewhere. True. It's somewhere. <laughs> I found that it was so beneficial with the fifth graders even. Listeners, this is not just a littles, a K, one, two, number sense routine. Yeah. You can use this all the way up. And some of the examples that are, we, I have this book in front of me, Coral Counting and Counting Collections, mm-hmm. which we'll link in the show notes. And it's already on our books. Yes, that we love page. resources on, yeah, our, yeah. Um, on our website. Mm-hmm. Some of the examples on here are pretty tricky. One example I have for you is count by 19. That's what it is. Count okay. by 19. That's hard. So let me think. 19, 38, 57. Okay, so how are you doing that? Are <laughs> I'm you... literally adding 19 to the previous number. I am. Okay, well, what if you add 20 and subtract 1? Well, that would make life a lot easier. Because <laughs> <laughs> once I got to 57, I'm like, okay, and 19 more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but 57 and 20 is 77 minus 1 is 76. Yes. Well, that's a little easier. Right. Do you see how you can bring in those strategies, strategies. that we're using in number talks mm-hmm. and bring it into account around the circle? Mm-hmm. Another example I have for you. Oh, gosh, I got to do this again. All right, is I'm ready. count by a tenth from... Two and thirty-two hundredths. Oh, sweet lord! <laughs> All right, but you don't have anything in front of you, so I won't. I won't put you on the spot. But do you see how it's Wait, not- what's another tenth? Okay, so another tenth. Oh, it's ten hundredths. So it's two and forty-two hundredths. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, I got it. Right. Okay. <laughs> right, but you can see how these can be challenging, and that and that's just counting forward. Don't oh, forget, you we have to. Count backwards. backwards. Yes. In everything. Yes. Everything. I can't say that enough. No. When I bring this up to even the K and one teachers, they're like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got to do it because that's where the kids struggle. And if they can count backwards, what does that help them with? Subtraction. Yes. And division too. Yes. I mean, it really will help them. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because that's what division is. It's repeated subtraction. One thing that I was reading about in... Jessica Shumway's book, Number Sense Routines for K to 3, was that if count around the circle, if the kids get stuck, 
that's when you can jump into choral counting. Where that way it doesn't put one kid on the spot. Everybody's doing it together. Oh, I like that. Right. Okay, what do we do when kids make mistakes? Because it's going to happen. Let's use our 19 example. They'll say 19, 38, 57, the next one. But wait, instead of saying 76. Wait, how, how, what grade level and how far along? Like, we're going to have been doing count around the circle for a while, right? We're not for sure. We're not jumping. No, you can't this. start. You can't start with nineteen. Okay, no. and if so, right. if they can't come up with seventy six. Yeah, let's say they say seventy five. Let's say they just make an an error. Okay, do we continue and see if someone catches it? Do I we? Don't what, think what so. Happens? I think we. I mean, what I did when I was doing count around the circle and not. I didn't use 19s, counting by 19s, but I would definitely stop them because not only, you got to remember, I'm recording it. Right. So a huge, huge benefit of recording it is that the students can find patterns. They can look for patterns and relationships of numbers. Yes. One thing I shared with you before we recorded was with my fifth graders a couple years ago, I had a big 120 carpet, Mm -hmm. which... I loved the PTA for buying that for me. And I did leave it at my old school, which I I would have liked to have taken it. But I left it there because I knew that they were going to use it. I bet you Debbie has it in her room. Yep. Just saying. She better. (laughs) (laughs) And somehow, you know, we started counting by nines. We were probably talking about multiplication. And then we got into 11s. And the carpet ends. I went to my chart paper and I started recording it in marker yeah and the kids did not want to stop because i don't remember what number i got to but they were like wait look this number is one less in the ones place but 10 like whatever thing they figured out i was so proud of them that we continued that count for the next couple days and we were up into the thousands wow yes and I took pictures. I'm going to have to find them. I'm going to write myself a note after this and link those pictures on our show notes page. Wow, that's awesome. It was. It was so awesome. Yeah. And I brought in the PTA president and I said, because of this carpet that you gave me. This is the conversation we had. Yeah. I mean, they asked, you know, what do you want, whatever. And yeah. I think it's really important that you just have a culture in your, in your room that is that allows errors to happen. Right? Absolutely. I think that, that at the end of the day that that's what it comes down to because they're going to make mistakes mm-hmm. and that's okay and they have to be okay with it and they just have to be supportive of each other. And again, I was in one of the, I think, fourth grade classrooms last week. Nobody right. answered the question, whatever right. I was asking. And I, I, a few people gave the wrong answer, but they all gave the same wrong answer. And I, I started in with my... <gasps> Yes, you all got it wrong. Now I have something to teach you. Now you have something to learn. Right. And I made it into, I wonder if that was the class that was so happy that I was in there. Because maybe I was celebrating their error. Maybe. I don't remember. (laughs) So maybe using something like, let's revise it or, you know, something like that. Right. Since I have the book right in front of me, let me share something that I read from it that is that resonated yes huge it's on the first page (laughs) it's the second paragraph (laughs) okay right in chapter one introduction counting matters counting is fundamental to learning mathematics in elementary school it supports the development of a deep understanding of number providing the core foundation for understanding place value 
how numbers are composed and decomposed, and how they are related to one another. This deep understanding of numbers allows students to operate on them in powerful ways. These days, we're not just asking children to calculate answers to simple arithmetic problems digit by digit. We are asking them to try out and even invent sophisticated mathematical strategies that leverage number relationships and our base 10 number structure in complex ways using algebraic ideas and the fundamental properties, even in kindergarten. All this means that we need to push beyond the traditions of counting and skip counting to 100 and of assuming that children just get what happens beyond 100. Children need ample and varied experiences with all kinds of numbers to support them in their mathematics sense making. They do this through counting. What sticks out the most for you on, in that? Well, I, I didn't say it, but what came to my head right away was we have to do number sense routines every single day. A hundred percent. Every yes. single day. This is, listen, we don't have a number sense standard. Yeah. All of our standards are based on students having number sense. Yes. And if we don't help them build the number sense, when are they going to learn it? And if you're not convinced <laughs> that it's all about number sense, do I, we have another episode for you? I urge you to listen to them, episode 21, Number Sense or No Sense, because it really does, it does come down to number sense. I think for me, what really stuck out was that the it's it's really about developing the core understanding of place value, oh. and my students. Yep. Every year. Yep. E every year. It, it is such a place value every is such year. a struggle, and I feel like it shouldn't be as much of a struggle as it is. When we're adding decimals, I don't, I don't think I should be struggling so much. Like, line up the place value. Right. What, like, why is that such a difficult thing? I, I think it comes down to they've just memorized the standard yep. algorithm of yep. just line them all up. This is how you do it. Or that they've only seen questions written vertically, at, vertically, and not horizontally. Mm -hmm. And they don't know how to line things up, but it's... But I also think they don't know, like, truly to their core, that I'm going to just say the number 23 is not just 23 ones. That it's yeah. two tens, three ones. Or that 234 is not just 234 ones. It's also 23 tens and four ones. And it's also two hundreds, three tens, four ones, and all the different combinations right, right. thereof, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, context. We didn't talk about context yeah. yet. I think what's actually going to happen is when your kids have these experiences, when it comes to a word problem or a story problem where they have to add, you know, 30 more or subtract 30 less or whatever it is, if they've had these oral and written experiences, that's going to help them in the long run with those particular standards, yeah. right? And just like any other number sense routine, you can add context to any of them. Absolutely. Right? And you can also throw back to the kids. What would be a good context for this problem? Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. could we use? If you're counting backwards, one example that this book, Coral Counting and Counting Collections, suggested 
was let's say you have 522 beads and Mrs. Whoever wants to make little bags with 21 beads in each. Uh, How many bags can she make? Oh my God, that's the foundation for division right there. Yes, but it's also that repeated subtraction. Right. And partial quotients, right? Like this is, everything (laughs) is coming together right here with this one problem. Yes. And it's all about you know, counting around the circle. It's just counting. It's counting. The other thing I wanted to say about recording was not just either on an anchor chart or in your Google slide where we can just click through and thank you for making that ahead of time or on the pocket chart is you could also use a tool like Steve Wyborny's 100 maze chart. Yeah. I absolutely love using this with little kids because I'm I'm just clicking on the ones that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't want them to see the rest, but if I just want them to find patterns and relationships with those numbers, right. that is a great tool. And again, if you don't have a hundreds board in your room or because of COVID, we're teaching, you know, 8,000 classrooms at one time when we're in our classroom. Yeah. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to the last episode. Any kind of virtual hundreds board, use that or 300s board or 500s board or whatever you need. I think where you'll see the real benefit and the power of of these number sense routines is in the conversations that you'll have with the students afterwards. You mean, wait, we don't just go, let's skip count by tens until we get to 100. Okay, we're done. Let's (laughs) move on to page whatever. No. No. You'll miss the whole (laughs) whole whole point. point. The whole point. Yeah, it's great that they can count. If they can count by 19, that's wonderful. But really, that's not really what we're after. We're after the conversation Mm -hmm. afterwards. What patterns do you see? What do you notice? And interestingly enough, this is where my conversation with the students came up about even and odds. Uh Uh-huh. Because they said, oh, remember? Yes. Back in, I don't remember what episode it was, but it it was like one and six tenths. Oh, that's an even number. And then it was like, wait. Wait. No. No. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) So it's about the conversations that develop after these are completed. Okay, listeners, our challenge for you this week is to learn more about Count Around the Circle and Coral Counting. You can look at our show notes or you can Google it. (laughs) And try one and let us know how it turns out. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag LearningThroughMath. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.